0: I've seen a lot of pink eye out there this year. What causes it? How to deal with it? Crew, let's Ranch It Up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us on this all-new episode of the Ranch It Up Radio show. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. <laughs> a big thank you goes out to our partners, Stockman's Livestock Exchange, the American Gelby Association, Gene Ingredients, and Pharma 10 westway feed products medora boot and western wear dakota cowboy allied genetic resources and allied feeding partners livestockmarket.com equinemarket.com auctiontime.com rfd tv wrangler and this fine radio station cow country news you know the cow stuff our top news story and y'all probably have heard of this one how tyson foods incorporated recalled nearly 15 tons of chicken patties after a piece of metal in the product caused an oral injury that according to a release from the usda's food safety and inspection service now the frozen chicken patties in question were manufactured september 5th And they were in a 29-ounce plastic bag where the package was labeled, quote, Tyson Fully Cooked Fun Nuggets Breaded-Shaped Chicken Patties, featuring a best-if-you-buy date of September 4th, 2024. Now, we have all of the lot codes and additional information on the establishment numbers available on our website, RanchItUpShow.com. Go there and check that out. The recalled products were distributed to distributors in Alabama, California, Illinois, Kentucky, Michigan, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, and Wisconsin with the intention of further distribution to retail stores. The issue came to light when Tyson Foods informed the Food Safety and Inspection Service about consumer complaints regarding the presence of small metal pieces in the chicken patty product. The intense spread of highly pathogenic avian influenza continues to infect birds of all stripes for a second month, with USDA confirming outbreaks in 14 U.S. states. An estimated 490,000 layers in an egg farm in Wright County, Minnesota, will be culled in order to halt the spread of the highly contagious virus, bringing the state's total of infected birds to more than 12.2 million across five counties. Meanwhile, state agricultural officials in Alabama announced that 49,500 birds were culled last week at a commercial pullet farm in Marshall County after a quarantine zone was created last week. That according to the Alabama Department of Agriculture and Industries. Finally, ag officials in Oklahoma are reinforcing their warnings to the state's poultry producers and farmers with backyard flocks to be even more cautious as HPAI cases now have been confirmed in four counties by the USDA. The Angus Foundation announced an application schedule for host ranches and prospective interns for its Talon Internship Program, which offers hand-on experience in ranching during the summer. The Angus Talon Youth Educational Learning Program offers college-age students the opportunity to enhance their ranching skills while elevating their capabilities as advocates for the beef industry. The program is open to college sophomores, juniors, seniors, and grad students under the age of 25 who are majoring in an agricultural-related field of study. Applications are due December 1st. For more information, you can go to Angus.org, and we have that link available on our website as well, RanchItUpShow.com. JYJ Red Angus out of Columbia, Alabama just had their first annual production sale. So congratulations goes out to Jim Yance and family. Here is a sale report for y'all. Again, JYJ Red Angus out of Columbia, Alabama. The 3 and one averages 70-71. The bred cows coming in at 40-53. The bred heifers at 53-79. The bulls at JYJ Red Angus came in and averaged fifty-seven eighty-three. The fall pairs just to tick over forty-five hundred bucks. The open heifers they were some bell ringers coming in and averaging fifty-eight twelve. And then the commercial heifers coming in and averaging twenty-four sixty-six. And I would say, Jim, that was a very very good sale the first time out of the shoot. I wanted to pass this along to y'all, and it may fit one of you just perfectly. Leland Red Angus, a family-run seed stock operation in western North Dakota, is seeking a honest, responsible, and dependable ranch hand to start to go to work January of next year, 2024. The applicant must have experience handling cattle, both horseback and pasture, and on foot in the corral calving, haying, and fencing. The individual must be able to operate and perform routine maintenance on typical ranch equipment. A CDL and welding experience is appreciated, but it is not required. Housing is provided along with competitive wages, depending on experience, of course. Resume and work references are required as well as a background check. Now, here's what you do. You can send your resume and references to... Leland Red Angus at gmail dot com. That's pretty easy. Lelandredangus at gmail dot com. You can follow along their Facebook page, Leland Red Angus, or go to their website, ww.lelandredangus dot com to find out more information about them and their program.
1: Hello everyone, this is Austin Henderson here at Stockman's Livestock in Dickinson. Coming up Tuesday, November 14th, back over at the West for an all-breed calf special with 3,500 head consigned. Then uh, Thursday, November 16th, back over to the East Barn, uh, about 5,000 good calves on that sale. Uh, Sales are starting to line up real nice here Uh, all throughout November. We'll sell feeder cattle Tuesday and Thursdays, along with way up cows and bulls. Uh, Something else to keep in mind, uh, Friday, November 24th, over at the East Barn is our our special Thanksgiving stock cow and bred heifer sale will sure show you about 2,500 bred cattle on this sale. Uh, there will be about seven to 800 bred heifers to pick from. Uh, also, uh, about three or four good dispersions on there and also some other groups of young cows to pick from there as well. Then uh, Thursday, November 30th, over at the East for an all-breed and wean calf special. So, um, some things to keep in mind here and if you got any questions... Uh, We'd sure be happy to help you here. You can get a hold of us here at 701-225-8156. And when you're ready to market some cattle, give us a call here at Stockman's Livestock in Dickinson. You can bid and buy and view online at cattleusa.com.
0: That's Stockman's Livestock Exchange in Dickinson, North Dakota. Follow along on Facebook stockman's livestock exchange and their website go coming up after the break we're talking pink eye i have seen it a lot in the calves that have been processed a lot of them fighting that pink eye what is it like in your area and in your situation i have questions need to find out more on pink eye we'll talk that when we come back on the ranch it up radio show
2: you're going through your calves, looking what worked and what didn't work. So as you're reviewing your program, you need to ask, is this a time to change? Is this a time to make additions or subtractions? Galvee and a balancer may just be the right fit for you. Galvi and Galvi influenced females offer sustainability and maternal growth while the bulls can add those extra pounds at weaning. Find a breeder near you, gelvy.org. or check out Galvee on Facebook.
0: Are you looking to liven up your event in 2024? Change the pace. Make it stand out.
2: Let us, Tigger and Beck, agriculture advocates, outdoorsmen, and all-around fun couple be the addition to hook the attention. I
0: see what you did there. Now, we will leave you laughing and having a positive outlook on the future.
2: From being the keynote speakers to MC to masters of ceremony, let us, Tigger and Beck, make your event unforgettable.
0: Y'all know where to find us. We keep bringing you more and more information about Farmatan, and for very good reason. It just works. Now, with calves getting ready to head to the sale barn, producers are culling cows and getting ready for next year. So start feeding Farmatan now to the cow herd and knock scours out for next year. And here's the best part. It's super easy to incorporate into your existing rations. It can be fed in tubs, a TMR, loose mineral, liquid portions. Doesn't matter. They work with all major feed manufacturers. It's pharmatanusa.com and follow along on Facebook. Cattle Battle. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ranch It Up radio show. It's the most information packed into a 30 minute program that you can find. It's your all things ranching newscast, and so glad to be hanging out with y'all. Questions, comments, concerns, criticisms, rants, it doesn't matter. Give us a call or text us at 707 Ranch 20. That's 707 726 2420. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Prowling around social media at ranch it up show now it is the season when a lot of people are processing calves weaning calves getting them down the road and i have noticed a lot in a lot of calves as we are giving those pre weaning shots and processing those calves that pink eye has been a big 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 issue now i know that it's not something that happens for everyone. And I know it's just one of those, I don't want to say necessary evils, but it's something that we just all deal with. But I noticed this year, more than others, a lot of pink eye, in fact, as high as some outfits I've seen treating 50% or more of their calves that are coming through the chutes with pink eye. So I got a hold of Dr. Jeff Sarche, a senior managing veterinarian in the beef technical services team for Zoetis. And we're talking pink eye. How to manage pink eye? How to manage those calves? Why does it start?
3: It is more prevalent in the summer and fall and then we have some outbreaks, you know, in the in the winter time. Typically springs, you know, it's pretty unusual to have pink eye problems in the spring. I think a lot of that is because pink eye is I consider it an environmental disease so really can be impacted by what environment the cattle are in so if you understand the pathology of pink eye uh, it's in the eye it, it can be you know living in the tears in in that eyelid of the calf um, in the cornea the the covering of the eyeball that's clear that you, you know that you look through you see uh, is just like your skin it's layers of epithelial cells but they're transparent you can see through them um, but it's several layers just like the skin and the outer layer is pretty tight and a normal bacteria that causes pink eye can't damage that outer layer, but if we get a scratch, any kind of scratch, and I'm talking a microscopic scratch to that outer layer of, of corneal eyeball cells, that gives the bacteria a foothold to, to start growing, and now it can cause damage to neighboring corneal cells so it's just like a on your skin yeah we have staph and strut on our skin all the time but if we get an abrasion or a cut and we don't keep it clean or you know treat it with antibiotic ointment we run the risk of the staph that's there all the time now causing an infection now we have a staph infection on our skin we'll never have that if the skin never gets broken Um, so that's, you know, it's a, a barrier that the body has. The corn, the eyeball has the same barrier, uh, but it only takes some microscopic scratch. So, what's going to scratch the eyeball? A piece of dirt, really sunlight, and, you know, bright sunlight can actually damage some of those cells uh, if, if they're exposed to enough of it. Flies, you know, either landing on the eyeball, but more probably more likely is they're landing on the face and they're trying to swat it or the calf standing next to it's trying to swat a fly and swats that calf in the eye. One of those tail hairs causes a microscopic scratch in the eyeball. Now the bacteria, it's already there. Now it, it starts growing in that scratch and creates pink eye. Another way that can happen, especially in the wintertime, is they're eating out of a round bale or they're eating hay that's, you know, eye level and the hay falls in their eye. You know, everybody's had a piece of dirt or grass or something in their eye. You've got to get it out of your eyeball. If you don't, you're going to scratch it. And now your eyeball is going to hurt for a long time until that heals up. Well, a calf doesn't know he shouldn't scratch his eyeball and he's going to rub his eye, he, you know, and he's probably going to create damage to the eyeball the bacteria is already there now it's going to create you know pink eye so tall grass eating hay that's above you know eye level dust sunlight flies all of those are factors that that actually will increase your incidence of pink eye so if there's any management things that you can implement to reduce the exposure to those things it can help your pink eye so sometimes fly control may help a lot more than you know a pink eye vaccine definitely
0: fly control
3: with a pink eye vaccine is going to work better than either one of them by their self.
0: so is pink eye just i hate to say one of those uh not necessary evils but it's just one that we honestly are just going to have to deal with where some years, like I said, in uh, that I've noticed in, in my area that it was very, very heavy this year. Well, and the flies were, were really tough this year. Really, really tough this year. And we had a lot of tall grass, which obvious, you know, of what you've just said. So pink eye is just one of those, you know, what it's kind of like leafy spurge. We're not going to eliminate it all We're just going to have to try to deal with it as best we can. Is that kind of how it works?
3: Yes. And it's kind of, it, it's a bigger problem than foot rod, but foot rod's the same thing. When you get the right conditions, your foot rod cases are going to go up. And sometimes you can, you can manage for, you know, mud and, and you know, make, you know, put some rocks around your water tanks so they're not standing in mud every day. Or you do some things like that, but you can't make it not rain and you don't want to make it not rain. Right. But, there's some things we can manage and some we can't. So, yes, there will be some years it's going to be worse. And yes, it's you can vaccinate every year and, you know, with the anticipation that it, you could have the conditions you had this year. You know, that's probably the best way. Sometimes you may not need it, sometimes you did. And I'm glad I did it. But no, yeah, it's not something you can really predict unless you're a really good weatherman uh, <laughs> or, you know, you know, I always feed my hay and hay feeders and I always have pink eye problems in the wintertime. If I don't change that, then I know I can expect it's going to happen in the wintertime. But, uh, yeah, there's there. There's nothing we can do to eliminate it from happening if the conditions are, are there.
0: Doctor Jeff Sarche with Zoetis, great to have you back on the program. Next week we will go over how to treat pink eye once it takes hold. Doctor Sarche has some great tips and some easy to follow methods we can all do. Remember, if you have any questions, you can reach out at any time by giving us a shout or a text. At 707 Ranch 20. Coming up, we talk markets, cattle for sale, and lots more on the Ranch It Up radio show. Keep it locked. It's that time of year when we're loading trailers and we're hauling cattle. Regardless of what's going on, ranching never stops. Neither should your nutrition program. With Westway Feed Products' molasses-based liquid feed supplement, you can embrace a nutrition program that aligns with your ranch's unwavering dedication. Ranching never stops, and neither should your commitment to your cattle's health. For more information and to find a Westway Feed Product rep near you, call 800-800-7517. That's 800-800-7517. 517 or visit westwayfeed.com fall production sales are fixing to rev up and with the prices of calves which are excellent and the prices of the weigh-ups which are excellent it may be a time to take those older bulls to town weigh them up and apply those dollars to fresh genetics Allied Genetic Resources is your source for bulls and females that can take your program to the next level. Check out the fall sales at AlliedGeneticResources.com and follow along on Facebook
2: livestockmarket.com we hear from them each and every week highlighting various sales and lots but have you taken the time to cruise the site look around and see what cattle are bringing how about lower that sale expense and give livestock market a try it's about the easiest way to market your stock and it puts your product on a worldwide view livestockmarket.com it's simple and it works Mm -hmm.
0: Welcome back everyone to the Ranch It Up radio show. It is that time when we check in with Kirk Donsbach, Stone X Financial Incorporated. We recap the markets from last week and you can subscribe to Kirk's free newsletter. Free by the way, by texting the word cattle C A T T L E 2 33777. You enter in your email and uh, each and every kind of towards the end of the weekend. Kirk will get you updated, and it will be the Cattlemen's Advisory Newsletter. So, Kirk, how are you today, my friend, and what are the numbers looking like? No,
4: I'm doing very good, sir. Our uh, big winter storm that blew through, kind of old-school winter storm, 18 inches sort of storm, Yikes. Uh, has melted and gone away, so we're liking that here up in Montana. As far as the numbers, Tigger, Friday, November 3rd, at November feeders closing the week at two forty sixty seven and a half and a half. That's up four oh five on the week off of those lows. The CME feeder index closed the week at two thirty-seven sixty-two. So cash was down two dollars and eleven cents. That left our basis at a negative two dollars and ninety-eight cents. December live cattle futures closed the week at one eighty-three seventy-two and a half. That's up a $1.82 and a half, with cash trading one eighty-five in both the north and the south. That's the first time in quite a while we've seen equal trade in the north and the south. That left our five-area weighted average up $0.63 cents on the week at one eighty-four thirty-five. The basis swung positive early in the week and then back to negative on Friday as the market was a little bit disappointed that cash basically traded steady. Where early in the week, we are talking one to $2 higher. The basis closed the week at a negative 47.5 cents versus December live futures. Weekly slaughter was 632,000. That's down 4,000 from the prior week and 34,000 below the same week last year. Choice boxes, the other concerning point this week, closed at three hundred two thirty-four, 34 down $5.23. So still holding that $3 level, but not seeing the rally we're kind of hoping for as we move closer to Christmas. December corn closed the week at 478. That's down three and a half on the week. We did test the September 19th low of 468 before it bounced hard off of that support. But that was also supported fundamentally by the US dollar selling off pretty aggressively following the Federal Reserve's announcement on interest rates.
5: Hey, all. Mark Van Z with livestockmarket.com. Coming up this Wednesday, November 15th, we have an all class cattle online auction. Bidding opens at just $1 a pound on the feeders and $100 a head on the bread stock. No reserves. All lots will sell. Featured lots include 10 black Angus cows, some are registered, four to nine years old, confirmed bred to low birth weight Angus bull, due to calve April 1st from Esch Cattle Company in Unadilla, Nebraska. 15 Angus feeder steers and heifers, 450 pounds, longtime weaned, fully vaccinated from Williams Farms in Sparta, Tennessee. Ten, Charlay Peter Sears, 325 pounds, long-time weaned, fully vaccinated, very docile and easy to handle from the Nebraska College Rodeo Program in Lincoln, Nebraska. One, Hereford Bull, he's four years old, very healthy, ready to work from Williams Farms in Sparta, Tennessee. Two, registered Hereford Cows, 1250 pounds, bred to calve in May. They produce good calves and milk from T.S. Cattle Company in Centerville, Iowa. Featured hay lots include 38 large round alfalfa Timothy clover bale. Selling on two 19 bale lots. They're 4 by 6,000 pounds, 100 RFD net wrap from Cove's Auctions in David City, Nebraska. 40 small square brome bales. Selling on two 20 bale lots. It's poly Twine from Cove's Auctions in David City, Nebraska. Bidding is currently live, but all lots will sell the morning of Wednesday, November 15th at 10 o'clock Central Time. Got cattle to sell? Regular online cattle auctions first and third Wednesday of every month with hay sales every Wednesday on livestockmarket.com and auctiontime.com.
0: Hey, hey, I'm Shay, and I'm the host of Casual Cattle Conversations. On my latest episode, Buddy Rowlett with Gallagher shares fencing tips and strategies to help cattlemen and women build fences that withstand harsh winters. Buddy shares design tips for both permanent and temporary fences during this episode. Here's a snippet of what was shared.
2: Okay, so what
0: about insulators. Uh, Do producers need to be using different types of
3: insulators in the winter months? Um, What does that look like?
6: Not really a different kind of insulator. I would use an insulator that carries a warranty of some kind. Um, Insulators take a lot of abuse from, um, you know, deer, pronghorn antelope the elk crossing fences so you want a good insulator because if it fails and you're using pipe corners you've got a dead short um there's two basically two kinds of insulators you've got a pin lock which actually you put the wire in a slot and drop a pin in behind it and then there's the w or claw style a lot of people call it which to me are a lot stronger a little more difficult to put in but a lot stronger to use so it kind of depends if i'm in a blood-prone area, I may use a pin lock so that that pin will shear and actually take the pressure off my post. But if I've got a lot of wild animals crossing the fence, I tend to use a claw or a W-style insulator just because it's stronger.
0: For the full scoop on winter fencing, listen to the complete episode by searching for casual cattle conversations wherever you find podcasts. Happy ranching.
4: I tip my hat to you from one legend to another
0: now before we say fairly well we give a big tip of the hat and a shout out to all the bull haulers out there yeah tis the season they are surviving off a very little sleep making darn sure they are getting our precious cargo our four-legged commodities to and from the destinations and the zip codes of where they need to be thank you for all that you do and now that's going to wrap it up for today a big thank you goes out to all of our guests dr jeff sarche with zoetis mark Vanzi with livestockmarket.com Shay keister with casual cattle conversations Kirk Donsbach with Stonex Financial Incorporated. Austin Henderson for the update with Stockman's Livestock Exchange. You can view their sales live and bid and buy online at CattleUSA.com. And, of course, to the boss lady, Rebecca Wander, a.k.a. Beck, who is out on assignment. I think she's literally on the phone as we speak. And a big thank you goes out to our partners, Stockman's Livestock Exchange, the American Galvy Association, I'm a gene Ingredients and in Pharma Tan, Westway Feed Products, Medora Boot and Western Wear, Dakota Cowboy, Allied Genetic Resources, Allied Feeding Partners, LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFD TV, Wrangler, and this fine radio station. Now, crew, so glad y'all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at ranch it up show our email ranch it up show at gmail.com you can call and you can text 24 7 at 707 ranch 20 you can text me there you can call us there leave us a message 707 ranch 20 at seven zero seven seven two six two four two zero. spread the good word and join us again next week where it's always tigger approved stay ranchy and ranch it up